Hi, I'm Cindy Jo Hinkleman, and I want to say welcome back to Creativity Inside and Out. First of all, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who has been watching the show, either on YouTube or on Spotify, or listening to the show on the various audio uh, platforms where you can hear it, be it a Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, wherever you listen. I want to say thank you very much for watching and listening and supporting the show. And if you could subscribe, and or follow wherever you're doing it uh, that would be greatly appreciated very much appreciated so today we have yet another kind of art there are so many out there this is my friend Chrissy Best and she is a hairstylist but she is a specialist she's a specialist in hair color and especially 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 hair extensions and uh, I will admit I have hair extensions so not only is she going to talk about her journey as a model as a dancer as a performer in Las Vegas but she's also going to demonstrate what she does with hair and she's going to do it on me so let's do that all right, all right, all right. We are here with Chrissy Best. Hi. Hi there. Hi, and Chrissy and I have known each other for how long? 30-ish. <laughs> Something like that. We'll tell that story in a yes. second of how we met. But Chrissy is a hair specialist. She is a color specialist, and she is a hair extensions uh, specialist with her own product, and we'll talk a lot about that today. Yes. So. Um, We've been talking about doing this together forever. Forever, ever, and here it is. And here we are. Here we are. Which is great. Yes. And when did, or when or how did we first meet? Um, you came into a beauty supply store that I was working at. So I was kind of starting my career in uh, hairstyling, and I was in the back, and there was a little yeah. salon back there, and you came in with some wild hair. <laughs> wild hair, red, on, red and blonde, and asked if that was something I would do. And yeah. you said a lot of people said, mm, they didn't want to try and mess with it, they didn't want to try it, and I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I remember, I remember, I had been interviewing hairstylists, right? Okay. Because it was half red, half blonde. Yes. The top was blonde, the bottom was red, and it was curly at the time when that style right. was in style. And a lot of hair. And a lot of hair, and <laughs> curly hair. <laughs> yes. And I walked into Chrissy, all these stylists went, Oh, I went, I want it half red, half blonde, and they go, uh-huh. <laughs> and I right? walked into you, and you went, yes, and we'll do this, and we'll do that. And I went, that's my girl. And there it is. Right there, and here mm -hmm. we are all these years later. That's right. And Doing it's not half red, half blonde anymore. but no. uh, Or curly. Or curly. <laughs> but that was fun. That, that was. was about 10 that years was good stuff. Did. That was good stuff. Yeah. The yeah. start of uh, something different. You did a beautiful off, job. Off the that. grid. Yeah. yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's um, let's start like we do. Um, let's go back to childhood, where you were born and raised, and okay. siblings, that all that kind of stuff. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I uh, grew up in the south side, so that's down there uh, with the Serbians. Okay. And uh, are you Serbian? I am Serbian, and I'm Polish. So okay. we had a little bit of this, a little of that back in the back in the day in Pittsburgh. Uh, we grew up in our little areas, so it was great. Yeah, and I um, have a brother and a sister. I did. They're they're gone, but I have four stepsisters uh, that I see off and on out of Pittsburgh and keep in touch with. And for the most part, my world is out here. Fantastic. You're here in California. I am in California. <laughs> out here in California. That's right. I want to add too that we're going to talk about. 
Uh, Chrissy has an extensive past as a performer, <laughs> and we're going to touch on some of that today, yes. too. And a model, a dancer, singer, um, all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah, you have such a history. So um, you went to, and, and mentioning that, you went to a performing arts high school. I did, at Point Park College. I was um, working with a local dance uh, studio, and then uh, became the Point uh, Pittsburgh Ballet Theater began. I was the first ballet company in Pittsburgh, and it came out of Point Park College slash Pittsburgh Playhouse, Carnegie Mellon, all that little area. And inside of Point Park College, they had the academy. So I quit my high school and went there and had a performing arts high school for about two and a half years while I was uh, in the ballet company. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, so you quit regular high school yes. to do that? Yes. And that was okay? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. It was before fame and all the things that you know we know of when we watch TV. Mm -hmm. um, it was before that. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. Yeah, it was up to our parents, believe it or not. Our parents had a say so in our education. I was going to ask you if that was your decision to go there. Yes, and was. my parents backed me up 100%. Because yeah. you wanted to study ballet and dancing? or perhaps? Dancing was my life. Oh, that's beautiful. I was born to dance, and yeah. that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. Did they have other kinds of dancing there, too? Ballet um, we studied uh, African. We studied uh, tap. I mean, I've taken all of it. Tap. Um, but the academy itself... Um, uh, was specific for the ballet company. Okay. It was just for our company. All right. Yeah. And so when did you get into actually performing, um, coming out of that? When did you get into? Well, I was performing before the ballet company because I was with a, a, a school that did perform, and so I was semi-professional. And then um, I went on to win a contest of Loomis, Pennsylvania. Um, when I was younger, and so that exposed me to a lot more performing. and, and um, spotlights and um, opening of of different businesses. I was there to cut the ribbons and things like that. Really? And I was 12. I was 12. You were 12? I was 12 and I was Little <laughs> Miss Pennsylvania. And so that started the public life, I guess. And then I pulled back from that and then I started in the ballet company. Uh -huh. Ballet company, I quit that because I got a little bit too tall. There wasn't enough men at that time that when I put point shows oh. off that could uh, partner me. Uh -huh. So I went on to musical comedies and started with a, a working summer stock theater, Civic Light Operas, Heinz Hall, and then I did about 18 musicals before I That's a lot. before my high school. That's before a I lot. Became a senior in high school. You know what's interesting too is they say, well, you've got to be in Los Angeles or New York to launch a career in the entertainment industry as a performer. It's it's a it's a good place to catapult to other areas, I think. But each city has their own core of talent. I believe that to be true. And being in Pittsburgh, my dance teacher was affiliated with New York. So it's not that we far away, traveled yeah. to New York, yeah, and we would do the dance caravans there. And so when you got to a certain point in your career, you either went to New York mm -hmm. or you went to LA. I took Las Vegas. <laughs> I wanted to do something way more fun than the traditional that I'd done so far up until then. So I thought Las Vegas was, I want to do TV. I want to dance behind stars. I want to do, the videos were just coming in. MTV was just coming in with videos. Oh, right. And Midnight yeah. Special, the Midnight Special and uh, the Dancing Machine. And I'm like, I want to do head rolls and stop doing ballet, you know. So <laughs> I went to, that route. Yes. You wanted to bump and grind. <laughs> bump and grind. That's right. No more tutus. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. So how old were you then when you went to Vegas? Well, I, I graduated high school and then I went to Penn State for a year and a half. Um, and that's not what I want to do. And I was performing in between all that. So I got to Las Vegas in 1975 and I was hired from Pittsburgh um, at the MGM at the Hallelujah Hollywood. That show yeah. that was there, the original MGM, not the one that uh, they moved mm -hmm. uh, because it was before the fire. And I worked at the MGM in Hallelujah Hollywood for about, I don't know, six months um, in the core. And that wasn't my thing. I wanted to be a lead dancer. I wanted to be in the front and I wanted a dance partner. And, and so I did. And then um, I started working in almost every show on the strip and traveled all over the world from there. There's a lot of shows on the strip. There's, there was. There was. There's none now. There was. Just none now? None. It's just the last show finished, the Fol Follies Berger is done. That was the Tropicana, uh -huh. which is turning into a sports arena of some kind. Really? Yeah. Every show that I've ever been in, in any hotel or casino I've ever worked, is gone. Wow. It's in a, called a graveyard. The Las Vegas graveyard, where all the signs are. See, I never knew that, because I every, don't go there that often. Every know? hotel has been imploded. Oh my gosh, of the original. Of the originals, the Stardust, the, uh, the Dunes, um, Marina, um, Frontier, all of them, Landmark, all of them, they're gone. Oh my gosh. So that must have been a fantastic time it in was. your life. It was. To do that, and a dream come true. And talk about being determined. Right. You were determined to do what you wanted to do. Oh yeah. And you did it. Yeah, I did. You know. I did. I and continue you, to do. What yeah. I want to do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Which I do. we will talk a uh -huh. lot about. Too, yes, because it's wonderful. Um, you also uh, got into modeling. I did. Way. When we were in Las Vegas, there were no models. There were no uh, modeling agencies. There was just um, people who hired. What were they called? Um, the people who hired extras on movies and. T uh, was talent scouts. Oh, okay. There was talent scouts. So um, they had no models, and so they started hiring the dancers from the shows. Right. So we became models, and we became the first models on the strips, and so so to speak. So I did a lot of things. Runway. I was not so much a photographic because I wasn't that pretty. I'm not that beautiful. What? Oh no 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 no. There's some beautiful women, but I had a great body, and I was a runway model, and I was tall. So I did a lot of runway. <laughs> I was tall. <laughs> I was tall, and I I did runway. I did a lot of clothing. Neiman Marcus, and we used to do the Grand Prix with um, um, Paul Newman. It was the oh, Grand Prix. Fun. Yes, he was behind me. He was behind me <laughs> as I was uh, modeling in front of him for Neiman Marcus. Uh -huh. Yeah, so we became models for a long time until models actually started arising from the grounds of Las Vegas. Right. Well, you guys were perfect. Mm -hmm. the and then role, you did you conventions, know? modeled in the ski conventions. Yeah, Ed, <laughs> Slalom, Bogner, I did all those. And we were dancers slash models. And so we put on these outfits and we did runways and we did dancing and we did all so that stuff. So they got a bonus because you okay. could dance too. Well, we got a like bonus. We got pretty. a bonus because we got paid for multitasking, you know? Oh. And so we worked our shows during the evening and we worked also on the, the conventions and we right. took dance class every day. On every top day. of everything every, else, every day. man, you were busy. Every day, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you embraced all of it. All of it. Yeah. Dance 24-7. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've been on tour, too. We talked about the other day Suzanne Summers, right. who just passed away. Right. Just passed Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady. When I worked at the Moulin Rouge, uh, we highlighted a star every so many months. 
So uh, we were the show, and then we were the backup dancers for these. And we had Julia Prowse, Jim Neighbors, Charo, um, Suzanne Summers. And I think right after, Su well, during Suzanne Summers is when I left, and I went on the road with Engelbert Humperdinck. Okay. So I helped a choreographer, and I assisted that, and then I went on tour for the world. We did a world tour. But it was wonderful because you got to work with all these stars within your own show. As opposed to you contracting out and going on the road with a star. Right. Which I did after. But so that was neat. So with that, Summers, you didn't actually tour because no, she came into... To, each star came into our show and then we learned their, cl their club act or whatever they were doing and right. we become part of their show. Oh. And then she became part of ours. Did you stay in touch with her at all? With Suzanne? Uh -huh. Suzanne was very, very, very close to everybody she worked with here. Mm. And she also had her own podcast and things. So, uh, yeah, she would come in and out of town, and she would stay close to a lot of the people in the show. Right, right. That, uh, you know, I've since never gone. known that much about her, really. She's you know, a lovely, lovely woman. Yeah. Yeah, her TV. Yeah. Did she sing also? Yeah, or? oh, gosh. Yeah, she was really? great. She was a USO pinup girl. That was, she did, oh. she did... She was very, 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 very kind, yeah. Right, right. Very talented, yeah. Yeah. You also, Bob Mackey. Was... I did, I modeled for Bob Mackey. Yes, I did. Bob Mackey and Nolan Miller, who eventually ended up doing Dynasty and Knott's Landing and all those people. Uh -huh. We were models for him uh, at the Trop. He did all the costumes for the Tropicana before he became a major uh, designer for television. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You're saying he did the Tropicana do... The, the, the casinos have specific designers that they work oh, with? Oh, that, that show did. Follies Bergere oh. hired Nolan Miller to design their costumes. Oh, okay. You know, with, right. along with the choreographer. And so uh, each show had... Bob Mackey did... I think he did a lot of um, the... M, I want to say the MGM because he was working with Carol Burnett back then. You know, he did Cher. all her gowns, yeah. right? He did all and her Cher's gowns. too? And Cher, I, I think that back in the day, some of Cher's stuff, I'm sure, because mm. he was up and rising and becoming a big star, too. Right, right. And who was the one, um, Dolly Parton's, um, Tony Chase? Oh, uh, well, that all came with my runway modeling. Tony Chase, Sandra okay. Rhodes, that all came from uh, modeling. Uh -huh. And so they... As they progressed in their careers, they became superstars in their own right after we all worked together. Okay. So we all kind of started, and then everybody took off, oh, and they cool. become mega, mega stars, you uh -huh. know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We all is started. That, i got to ask you, is that nerve-wracking to do runway modeling? No. No, it's fun. <laughs> nothing's nothing's nerve-wracking nothing nothing really? no nothing's nerve-wracking everything is out fun. there all the time everywhere yeah. and in different things in different positions yeah the only thing that i said i could do and that i couldn't and it got hard to do it and didn't was to jump into a tank of um um high up in the sky and jump into a tank of uh, water <laughs> who would ask you to do that <laughs> Someone who told me, I told them I could do it. <laughs> I want you to replace Esther Williams' roles, and I got out the top and was like, and so that was that. All right, Esther Williams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, if do. you don't know, she was famous for movies, right? Right. Swimming. She was a swimmer. Swimmer. Yeah. Right. It's synchronized yeah. swimming. Yeah. Yeah. I know can do. And check out, they're in black and white. I never I thought I'd be so hired old. for that. I never thought I'd be hired for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I disappointed them. <laughs> yeah, plug your nose. Oh, my nose. Not quite what they were Going looking for. Going in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> and she, and she scrunch up your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, yeah, no, 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 can do. <laughs> that is so funny. So um, I'm thinking costumes and shows too. Did you wear any costumes along the way that made it difficult to dance? Or yes, a lot of the a lot of the ones were difficult. Um, you have dancers and you have showgirls besides all the other cast members. Showgirls did wear the big costumes and the big headpieces, and the dancers wore modified versions, and mm. there were covered dancers, and there was uncovered dancers. So you had your, your dancers and your, your nudes, they called them nudes, and they were topless-ish. Because right. all the costumes were so magnificent, it was uh, a second thought that they were, you know, nude. Yeah. But, um, the costumes were a lot of time very hindrance and fell upstairs and we fell downstairs. Okay. We went forward, you know, like the old Lucy movies, and you <laughs> you go forward, you go back, you step on something until you crawl inside your, your clothes, you know, where you, you go down, you know. And of course, you know, or things that are, you're doing a head roll and the, the beads go oh gosh. slap you across the face or hit your legs. But that comes with the costume designer modifying your stuff after the fact. You know, because they have Because you say this did this to me, and then they come well, back. Well, they could see it. Yeah, you rehearse. <laughs> Swap. You got whacked on that you one. You got whacked so. on that one. Or the girl next to you, your beads would get all tangled or something. You know, right. like, that's not working. Right. You know, I've done nothing like you've done. I've done a tiny, tiny right, right. bit of modeling. And I just love having dressers. I love, I don't know, it just makes you feel... Um, special and pretty and it's Pampered, a, and it, yeah. it's a necessity. They're it's a very essential. Oh good lord, yes. Especially when you have split second changes. Mm. You know, and you have a lot of girls split split seconds and, and they're right there and just puffing and puffing and pinching and you know, getting you out there so that you look awesome, you know. I was modeling um, for the San Fernando Valley here in California, mm -hmm. their historical society. They're Victorian clothes. Right. And they're real Victorian clothes, so they're very delicate. Right, right. And we had to make sure we didn't, like, you know, rip them around and stuff. So we had dressers who were very gingerly. Right, the beads, all the bee shoes on them and everything. Yeah. 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 It was challenging. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other thing is, I don't think people really realize those shows. Everything that goes into them you know, um, from costumes to lighting to... The grips, the, the scenery, the scenery. Oh my goodness, the hazards, the, the flies, the things that are coming down. Not only the things that are coming up, they, the flyers, the things that are flying oh. down from the ceiling. You know, you're sitting on things and podiums and pedestals. At one point, at the, uh, the Lido at the Stardust, we used to come from the ceiling and come down with the lights. And then you just have a little something that you stepped into that kind of held onto your waist. Well, the lights are in your eyes and you're coming down to oh the people. Gosh. Yeah. I rode an elephant. I drove an you elephant. Did? I <laughs> rode an elephant at the Lido. Got on the back of an elephant and we came around the pasture with an elephant. Oh, yes, we did. I was a Daggio partner, me and my Daggio partner, Vimy. We got, uh, each had our own elephant. We came out. How did you get off the elephant? He helps me off of it. And we were doing an adagio that um, What's an adagio? I get burned at the stake and it goes down you and get stuff. Burned at the, burned at the fake stake. Yeah. <laughs> it's Vegas. <laughs> the land of fantasy. And, you know. Yes. What's an adagio? Adagio is when you're dancing with a partner. Oh. Yeah, adagio partners. Yeah. Uh, I had a, uh, partners uh, off and on different shows where you do right. all the lifts and, you know, all that stuff, like ice skaters do. Mm -hmm. That's an adagio where you're doing lifts oh, and uh, okay. you can partners and yeah. 
in front of everybody else, yeah. Right. So I had a few Daggio partners and we tangoed. We <laughs> <laughs> tangoed. And we danced. <laughs> and we danced. Did you have a lot of rehearsals yes. for these shows? Yes. It, and rehearsing is huge, but when you have a show of 80 to 100 people wow. and you come in, wow. and I have this innate ability to learn a show within hours. So I was one of those people that used to come in a show, learn it in a day or in a few hours and be able to go on that night. And so that was my jump. That's what I did. So I was always one that was brought in to do that. And in the Lido, there was five leads and I took, did a different lead every night. I did a different spot I don't every know night. How you did that. And so you kept it straight. That was what I did. So I got hired. Yeah. And so then I would take somebody's place when they come in, somebody's leaving. I would fly. I went up to Harris and fly in and learn it, do it until they hired a girl, permanent spot, and I'd leave. Right. And so that was coming. So I never really stayed in a show longer than six months or so. Right. Six to eight and months. Then you moved and then on to move on else. to another show and to do another things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. You mentioned you were on the road too. Yeah, with Engelbert. With Engelbert, yeah, world yeah. tour. Yeah. Do you like being on the road? Did you no, like being not on the road? as much as I thought I would. No, it's kind of lonely. You, you know, Engelbert has a fan base of a lot of older women and, and an older entourage. You know, the entourage, mm -hmm. and so. Um, no, it wasn't, you know, and yeah. then we hired a couple, three more girls, more so my age, that you could hang with and be with. But, you know, when you're on the road, um, it's, it is lonely. It's not great. Mm. It's wonderful. I worked in England and I worked in, in Japan. I was in Australia and wow. I did all that. That's fantastic. But to, to no avail, just going back to your hotel room or staying out and, you know, hanging out and drinking and partying. But ultimately, you go back to your room. And yeah, until right, your next yeah. your next show, and it may not be till the weekend. Right. So the road is uh, it's, it's not productive. It's not you should be single and you know on the road and mm. do a show where you're more people your own age. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why when I see a lot of the bands these days and young guys get their jobs, they become bass players for Don, uh, you know, for Fogarty, or they do, and they're 28 and and Fogarty's what 80, 75, <laughs> yeah, and they're out there rocking and. Right. What your world isn't that fan base, mm -hmm. those other players, you know, what a great gig. Right. What a great gig. Right. But, um, and you see that a lot these days. Yeah. You know, with the, the older artists. With the older artists, instead of hiring people somewhat in their age bracket so that there's this camaraderie, but, um, you know, talent comes at all ages. So, right. So, yeah, the road is not great. I don't think it's great yeah. now. <laughs> so what did you do after you left Vegas then? Or why would you leave Vegas? I left Vegas because I wanted to start a family. Mm. And so I finished up at Crazy Girls. I was singing in the show and dancing. And then uh By left. the way, you are one of those behinds. I am one of those behinds. <laughs> yes, I uh, was one those of those beautiful behinds. Those on butts. The butts. <laughs> For crazy girls. The butts, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so I, I wanted to start a family. And so I kind of left, moved to LA, and I did a little bit of dancing with some friends of mine, and I uh, got pregnant, and I had Ricky, and then I got pregnant very quickly after that. I was doing some work in Mexico with my friend Ron, Jason, and choreographing from LA, and uh, came back and I was pregnant again. Mm -hmm. So um, we had a little girl, mm -hmm. and unfortunately she was born very, very imperfect, and oh, ultimately died 10 months later, and so I retired. Gosh. I retired from dancing when she was born, actually. That was the last time I danced. 
You did. I, the joy was gone. The joy oh, was gone. Wow. So I, I retired from dancing in 1990, mm -hmm. and I haven't danced since. And um, I except at parties at your house. At parties at my house, <laughs> right? Where no one has. Where I've seen it. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> the eighties, you know. You're the eighties right. dance. They make fun, you know. But um, so that was it. I and I needed to come up with um, another a life, another career. And um, the doctors told me when she was in the hospital, you've got to get a hobby. You've got to do something. You got to get out of here because uh, I was at the hospital. All the so time, I decided, right? yeah. So I decided to go to hair school. I thought, well, I've been on the road. I did my own hair. I fixed my own shoes. I sewed my own stockings. I fixed my own costumes. I put on makeup and I can bartend, <laughs> you know, because I can drink. Oh, I forgot so, about that. You did. Right. So I became <laughs> you learned a, a to bartend. drinking cosmetologist. No. <laughs> so I ended up going Opened to salon bar and became a bartender <laughs> at the same time, right? Bartender and, um, and I thought, I'm going to do hair. I, I can do hair. Mm -hmm. So I went to uh, a cosmetology school at the ripe age of, what was I, 35, 36 and started a new career and just thought, you know what, I'm done with being in front of the mirror. Children will do that to you. <laughs> so, you know, it's just kind of done. <laughs> you know, Reality. I don't want this on me, you know, something the kid put on me. So then I started um, doing hair and, and working on children. Started oh. in, in the industry of working down at the Tipperary and did kids' hair. And then so you started on children? On children. All these things I don't know. We've known each other how long, and I don't know these things. Well, I'm not supposed to them. talk about me when you're in your hair, when you're doing hair. We're supposed <laughs> to talk right. about you. Which we're going to talk about that more, yeah. too. So but, that's, why, that's why the switch went. And then um, with doing hair extensions, I needed to become special. I had to do something that nobody was doing out there because I was older. Mm. There was all these young, beautiful women doing hair and couture and these colors, and I had to come up with something magnificent. And I had to bring something very expensive to every woman as opposed to just rich people and extensions oh, were only for the rich because oh, it was expensive so true. i wanted to bring it to people that i saw at the grocery store or those women that i would see at the gym that were losing their hair and the children that were having chemo the alopecia problems uh, these problems that people had with their hair right and that's why i decided to get into hair extensions and i developed the bond and the remover and customized it and patented it and um, put it out there. And so that had become my new jam. Yeah. Let's talk about that more, but let's step you back for a minute. Yes. I want to go back to the kids. Okay. You said you worked with them where? Was it a, a certain place? Oh, the Tipperary. Yes, yes. What is On that? the road to Tipperary. You know that? That's a, like a, a nursery rhyme. Is it on the road to, or a song, on the road to Tipper. Tipperary. Vaguely. It it's... was in Beverly Hills. It was my first job out of cosmetology school. Because they asked me when I graduated if I would come work at the school. Okay. Because, I, you know, this innate to, to perform. So I performed and they wanted me to work at the school. And I thought, oh, that's so boring. You know? Yeah, you did. I got to do, do something that. else. Yeah. So um, the, uh, the director there said that there was a job open down in Beverly Hills. I'm like, I'll do that. I didn't have my license yet. Oh, really? So I went down and interviewed and I got it, but I needed a license. I didn't have one. I only graduated like three days before. So <laughs> I had to put this emergency thing in that I was, I mean, I told this hoopla of I was going out of the country and I needed to make American money. And if I hurry up and got my license, I could get a job in America. So I'm going to have to go to Australia and work. And they were like, oh my goodness, you should have your license. So I had uh, that weekend, I got my test. 
mm. passed it, and I walked in on Monday. Oh my I, gosh! Or it had to be Tuesday because I mean you can't you do it. Yeah, get the test. I back stayed on there Monday. all day, and I waited till they did it, and they printed me out my license, and I walked to the Tipperary with my license. Oh my gosh! So I worked and that, that job was um, cutting what? kids' hair. It was only kids. Only kids. Was it children with issues or nope, just kids in just general? children. Very rich little children. You're a brave one. I know. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but they don't know that. I mean, half of my life I didn't know what I was doing. You know, <laughs> right? Can you jump out of a plane? Yes. <laughs> I can jump in tanks of water yeah, out do of you, Do you need me to do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm reckless and, you know, and just, I'll do that. Yeah, right. right. I can do that. Right. I love yeah. it. Okay, we're going to take a break. Oh, I can do that. And then we will come back and we will talk more about your hair and what you do with it and your hair extensions and what it means to you. I'd love to. Okay, we'll be back. This is the end of segment one with Chrissy. Come back to find out more. <laughs>